Welcome to a special episode of The Coffin Club. Um, so a couple weeks back we did, uh, or we temporarily concluded our series on the, uh, exorcisms. Now each we try and keep each episode around an hour long here at Coffin Club. So this episode kind of went a little longer, uh, ended up being almost about an hour and a half. So we decided... Um, to put this portion as a standalone bonus episode for you guys. Um, in this episode, we just kind of list off some some notable exorcisms in the past and uh, kind of what th- some of them inspired when it comes to movies and such like that. So from all of us here at the Coffin Club, uh, I speak for me and Jess and uh, 322 Studios, you know, where we record out of... Um, I hope you all enjoy the episode and uh, keep listening. Thanks. Exorcisms and exorcists, notable ones throughout history here. I'm not going to do all of them. I'm just going to pick out a few Mm -hmm. that kind of catch my fancy. Oh, how about this one? This is the one. Looks like this is the one that inspired the exorcism of Emily Rose. The movie scared the shit out of me. Now, these are just um, notable exorcisms and the exorcists. Let me tell you that I also did not know that that movie was based on a true story until just now. Well, here you go. Ready? Sure. 1975. Annalise Michelle mm-hmm. was a Catholic woman from Germany who was said to be possessed by six or more demons and subsequently underwent a secret 10-month-long voluntary exorcism. The two priests and her parents were convicted of negligent manslaughter for failing to call a medical doctor to address her eating disorder as she died weighing only 68 pounds. The case has been labeled a misidentification of mental illness negligence, abuse, and religious hysteria. This case inspired 
two films, The Exorcism of Emily Rose and Requiem. What is that? Obviously, it's I know it's a movie. I'm trying to think of what it is. I, I know I've, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I just never seen. But it. I'm. But I mean, so that's basically. They didn't check that girl up. No, they didn't check for any other possibility that it could be anything else. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But that was the. Exorcism of Emily Rose is the movie that has the time 319 burned into my brain for the rest of my life. Never seen it. I fucking hate 3 o'clock in the morning. Mother Teresa allegedly underwent an exorcism late in her life. The direction of the Archbishop of Calcutta, Henry de Salza, after he noticed she seemed to be extremely agitated in her sleep and feared she quote might be under the attack of the attack of the evil one so she had a bad dream well i would it says extremely agitated in her sleep bad dream i'm assuming it wasn't a one-off. You could have a bad, a repeated bad dream over and over and over again. But she was the one who said that it. Yeah. True. So I mean, that's kind of cool. Hmm. Looking for another one that might be interesting. Wasn't the exorcism based off a of real? Exorcism? I'm trying to find it. I don't think I have it on this list. In 1947, art expert Armando Guinnessy claims Salvador Dali received an exorcism from Italian friar Gabriele Maria Bernardi, mm-hmm, me with my pronunciation mm, over here, I know. Um, while he was in France. Dali would have created a sculpture of Christ on the cross that he would have given to the friar in thanks. Mm. Kind of cool. So some, oh, here we go. Here we go. Exorcist. A boy identified as Robbie Mannheim was the subject of an exorcism in 1949, which became the chief inspiration for The Exorcist. Uh, Robbie was taken into the care of Reverend Luther Mills Schultz, the boy's Lutheran pastor. After psychiatric and medical doctors were unable to explain the disturbing events associated with the teen, the minister then referred the boy to Reverend Edward Hughes, who performed the first exorcism on the teen. The subsequent exorcism was partially performed in both 
Cottage City, Maryland, and Belnor, Missouri, by Father William S. Bowdern. I don't know what S.J. means. Um, Father Raymond Bishop, S.J., and a then Jesuit scholastic friar, Walter Holleran, S.J. I need to know what S.J. means. I don't know. Trying to see if it's in the story that I found because I have like the actual story. It's pretty cool. No, I know, but so, um, so it says, where did I get this? On screenrant.com. Dun, dun, dun. So, um, homeboy asked for a Ouija board for his birthday and his aunt gave it to him. After she passed, he began to experience creepy and abnormal things around the house, rattling on the walls, strange noises and flying objects. Um, after his death, Roland's family, or Robbie's family, tried to contact her, but that led to scratches all over the boy's body and bed. Um... Neither moving nor an impromptu Catholic baptism, which sent Roland, I guess his real name was, oh no, his name was Roland Doe because he stayed unnamed for more than a decade, mm. um, which sent Roland into an unbridled rage, bridled, cha bridled changed their situation. His family contacted every expert, all leading to a dead end, including a stint with a psychiatrist. Um, after no answers, they contacted Father Raymond J. Bishop. The exorcism that inspired the movie The Exorcist had to be stopped early because Roland ripped off a piece of the mattress spring and threw it at the priest. A few days later, Roland started to get red scratches with the marks spelling out the word Louis, Louis, L-O-U-I-S, Louis, Louis. This alerted the family to go to the St. Louis University where he was introduced to Father Walter H. Holleran mm -hmm. and Reverend William Bodron, mm -hmm. Bodron. Um, who performed the exorcism when, what's his name, Bo Bodron, uh -huh. left a crucifix under... The pillow, the family saw the furniture flip over, Roland's mattress shaking uncontrollably, uncontrollably and the crucifix pushed to the end of the bed. Um, so this is, while the exorcist is based on a true story, one thing it doesn't get right is just how many exorcisms occurred in how many different locations. Roland Doe's received exorcisms at home, Georgetown University Hospital, the Alexan Brothers Hospital, with each exorcism, uh, Roland Doe allegedly spoke in Latin, urinated, vomited, vomited, spit, and spoke in a deep and unfamiliar voice. Doe's last exorcism was performed with the help of priest uh, Walter Holleran mm -hmm. and William Van Rue. And Holleran got his nose broken at some point during the ritual. The ritual, nevertheless, the priest claimed the final attempt was successful. Over 75 years later, experts believe that the real exorcist vi victim, Ronald 
Hunkler, a former NASA engineer who helped with the 1969 moon landing. Hunkler died of a stroke just a month shy of his 86th birthday in 2020. A series of exorcisms that Hunkler went through as a child, he actually had incredible... He went to work for NASA after they, they got the demon out. I mean, that's kind of cool. Think about it. Interesting. I've never actually, like, learned about that part of it. I didn't know he lived until 2020, though. That's kind of cool. What? Oh. Yeah. Good stuff. And those are just a couple. I mean, I don't want to go into the whole list and read it like a book. It's a interesting. Big ones. I mean, Mother Teresa. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then finding out that the exorcism of Emily Rose was based on a true story. It's kind of cool, too. Yeah. The Coffin Club Podcast is brought to you by 322 Studios, hosted by Jess and Josh, produced by Josh, edited by Josh, distributed by 322 Studios. Questions, comments, or subject suggestions? Email coffinclub.pod at gmail.com.